episode of Talks with Izzy. Uh, today I'm joined with special guest Elle, who is also a Nottingham musician, and I absolutely love her style. If you've heard of her, she s- sounds a little bit like uh, Jodie Clark with her writing style, and every time I listen to her, it feels like my ears have been blessed. Um, this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, so we're going to be going on a few topics of that, just promoting a good outlook of mental health and towards the end of the episode I'm going to give numbers out for anyone you can call if you are struggling. So some organisations uh, I can think of off the top of my head now is if you're under 18 there's the CAM service in England which is available from a very young age uh, to the age of when you reach an adult in the UK which is 18. So I'm going to be going on more about mental health towards the end. I'm just going to answer some questions now for any new people that are here and some people that have just asked me questions. So, some of these are beauty-based, some of these are music-based, and some are mental health-based. So, they're a mix for all people. So, the first question is, how long have you been into makeup? Um, I've sort of touched on this before. I think I've answered this question, but for people that don't know, I think I started doing makeup about 12, 13 and started experimenting with it, but properly got into makeup and doing looks probably the last three, four years. And I'm now a makeup artist. I don't have a makeup certificate because, in my opinion, to be a makeup artist, you don't need an actual qualification. That is just me. Some people might need a might think that but I absolutely love expressing my art through makeup and music and another question is do you sometimes feel insecure or think negative yes which I think is normal for everyone because you can't be happy 24 7 everyone has some kind of insecurity or negative thoughts and that is completely normal like I think everyone has body insecurities, which is completely normal because everyone has those things, negative thinking, I think that's completely normal. I do suffer with anxiety, so I probably have more uh, negative thinking and insecurities than the average person, but it's something that I deal with, and that isn't a negative thing, because you can turn things into a positive thing. Um, Next question is, what made you get into podcasts? I've been getting more into them myself. Um, so I've talked about this in the last few, but to just update people is last year, um, my final assignment was meant to be an end of year gig, but because of coronavirus, the gig didn't go ahead. I was given the task of doing a podcast from home and I really, really enjoyed getting into it and making it. So now we're here almost a year on. Next month is going to be the year episode, and trust me, we have something big. There's going to be a streamed event. I don't want to give too much away, but I'm really excited for the one-year anniversary of Talks with Izzy. Um, but it did start off as a college project, but I've just enjoyed it so much. I do it once a month, just so, um, because I feel like if I did it every week, it wouldn't be as much fun for me and it wouldn't work around my schedule but having this once a month it's kind of one of those things where 
I can prepare and it's not stressful because I prepare everything throughout the month. So with the artists and who I'm going to talk about, it's not like I have to do it um, like four or five times a week. Four I mean four or five times a month, uh, depending on how many weeks are in the month. So for me, it's just easier doing it like this doing it once a month in my opinion but it's different for everyone but I personally I don't think I could do it once a week because I think I'll just be too much hassle and I think it would just be a bit too much for me and uh, next question fun fact about you um that is a very very good question um just trying to think of a fun fact um I have two obsessions, well, more like three obsessions. I have an earring rack with, uh, I think it's got 160 holes in it, and it's almost full. So I know if you are on my makeup account, you will still see the different earrings I wear almost every day. <laughs> so there's a lot of earrings. That's not really a fun fact, but something fun for me. I have an obsession with animals. So I obsess over pigs and frogs. That is just <laughs> something that I've always done. Like from a young age, it was lambs. And like very young, like one or two, it was lambs and sheep. And then when I was like 14, 13, 14, it was pigs. And now it's pigs and frogs. <laughs> um, so that is a fun fact about me. Um, if I can think of anything else the top of my head a fun fact about me i don't know i i have colored hair uh if you oh yeah if you didn't know because no normally on my accounts you don't really tend to see me most of the time it's normally either the podcast the guests and what events i've been doing in my class and what shows i've been to and single reviews so that's a fun fact i've just realized uh, my hair changes all the time but i'm currently pink I absolutely love pink hair. It makes me feel so comfortable. Uh, what do you do to keep yourself positive? Um, keeping myself positive. Um, what I personally do is I write. I think for me, keeping myself positive is keeping myself motivated more, if that makes sense. So I like to write a schedule. Either... Um, not like a schedule, more like a tick list of how things are going to go. So I'll have like a weekly thing, so a weekly tick list and a daily uh, tick list, checklist, tech, tick list, whatever you want to call it. And I do that and I don't give myself certain times because if because I've done that before and it just makes things worse and it makes me panic more, which is not good. So I just do myself a checklist and I have certain things in the day. So it might be, so say if I'm struggling on a week, it will, some of the uh, checklists will be get out of bed, that's one, um, get dressed, have a bath, or have a bath then get dressed, make up, and maybe even just go for a walk. But on some, like when the days I'm really struggling with my mental health, even getting out of bed is a massive thing and I might this is sort of want to go off topic but 
Um, I don't know if you've heard about the spoon theory. Um, so people with normal mental health, let's just say, that people that don't really struggle with mental health have a range of spoons. So a spoon is an activity or a task. So they normally have between 30 and 40 spoons, depending on the person. But people with mental health, like um, people who suffer with mental health, like myself, have anywhere between, or a chronic illness, have anywhere between 10 to 15, and some people could be lower, some people could be higher. And finding the spoon theory for me has been that perfect way of explaining it to people because it's like, well, you've only got out of bed and got dressed. But to me, that can take more amounts of energy. So say if on a bad mental health day, I have eight spoons. One spoon is getting out of bed. Another spoon is getting dressed. A third spoon is brushing my hair maybe putting on some moisturiser because these might be activities that could take two hours for me to do sometimes. So that's three spoons already used and I haven't even left my bedroom. Another spoon would be like going to the bathroom, doing my business and washing my face. That's a fourth spoon. Going downstairs, making some food, letting the dog out. That can be a fifth spoon and going to college or having online lessons uh, because I think I have like six hours of online lessons on the Tuesday uh, because I do extra things. That's like easily three spoons, that's eight spoons already with doing college work and just getting up. So for me, that is already really tough and that's not even eating or doing anything else, it's literally just getting up and doing college work. But some days I need to do more, so say there's some days I need to do a makeup look, uh, and film and take pictures, which my makeup looks average out between somewhere between about 40 minutes to an hour and a half, depending on how the look is, and that can take a lot of effort up. And say if your average is about 10, 15 spoons a day, those tasks with doing things could take 20 spoons, which means you would have to borrow spoons from the next day, which means you are you're going to have less spoons for the next day. Uh, that is the best way for me to explain it, because once I've had a really busy day the day before, because I at least have one day where I'm out for 12 hours because of college and it's a production day, and the next day I'm like, so tired I sleep for like 13 14 hours because it's so hard having to mask all my feelings all day with all my anxieties and my worries which I'm sure a lot of people do go through this same experience and do understand which I really really appreciate so having those tasks put out for me helps me to keep myself positive and motivated for the day and I hope this sort of explains if you haven't heard of the spoon theory, but that's what some people use with mental health or chronic illnesses. Uh, next question is, what is your favourite makeup brand? Um, it is MUA Makeup Academy, I think it's called. It's in Superdrug and Boots. It's really cheap. Like, eyeliners, £2 powders, 
cut two to three pound foundations, five pound, because I don't spend a lot of money on makeup. Surprisingly, um, I probably get like a twelve pack of eyelash for like two pounds or something, and that brand for me is something that I can use with my normal day makeup and drag makeup, and just have everything stay on because. I, I do wear heavy amounts of foundation, concealer, powder, bronzer, contour, concealer, eyeshadow, <laughs> cream eyebrow products, because obviously I shave my eyebrows off. If you didn't know, that's also a fun fact about myself, is I've been shaving off my eyebrows for a year now, because it's, I just feel like it's one of those things I needed to do in life, which is like another thing to break gender stereotypes and freedom towards myself which people in this obviously not many people listen to this but if you don't know I do not identify as female so if you're ever messaging me please don't refer to me as she her or woman or female when I'm in drag because I often do drag themes now I do identify as a woman in drag but that is purely drag makeup and like the whole fit and aesthetic for me because it makes me feel really confident I don't know how I've just got to that from shaving my eyebrows but yeah my favourite makeup brand is that because I really like to I like to keep things cheap and affordable and with that brand it's vegan and cruelty free which for such a cheap brand that is amazing and it's not like normally with people that um, brands that have vegan and cruelty free it's like ridiculous amounts of products like 20 pounds for a foundation or more which personally i wouldn't pay that much i would get say if i had a fancy event i'd get a tester sample of it and then use it if that makes sense uh what's your favorite beauty trend um my favorite beauty trend oh there's been a lot over the years since I've been doing makeup. Um, trying to think of the beauty trends for me. I did really like the Instagram eyebrow <laughs> when I did have eyebrows, and I really like like the fluffiness of them and like really really thick eyebrows, which is really strange because I don't do thin eyebrows anymore. Or thick eyebrows anymore. My eyebrows are quite thin and sparse normally like in how I draw them on because I don't I don't I shave my eyebrows off um uh I do like the cat eye feel I do really like that it makes your eyes look bigger and give it your eyes a nice like open look um oh I really like the blush on like the top of the cheekbones which I normally do in the um blush on the tip of the nose and i still really like the highlighter trend i know a lot of people don't really wear highlighter anymore but occasionally when i'm feeling fancy i do wear a little bit of highlighter because it's just something that gives me that extra little pop and that i really like um oh <laughs> baking baking is like one of my favorite trends that i still do to this day because I do wear a lot of makeup and obviously it's like a drag queen thing and 
wearing a lot of makeup and that and I sort of need that in my life and the final question so far we might get some more questions throughout recording this podcast but the final question I have right now is what is your favorite food um my favorite food oh that is quite a hard one I'd say for me it's probably been pasta either pasta or pizza I, I, I really like those foods um yeah <laughs> I'm kind of like a plain kind of person because I don't really like a lot of like things at once but yeah I absolutely love pizza and pasta which is the reason why I'm fat <laughs> but those are some questions answered we might get some more when recording this but those are my favorite like type of foods and I hope that's helped with answering some questions so without further ado we're going to go on to Elle and her interview so I hope you enjoy so hi there my name is Elle and I'm a singer-songwriter I'm originally from Derby but I moved to Knotts for uni so I go to Confetti and I study music performance so I'm in my last year of that So the music that I write is very chilled out, atmospheric, a little bit folky. I've just kind of leveled up with the music that I'm doing at the minute and we've got live strings on it, which I've wanted to do for so long. I've just been having MIDI strings and they sound shocking. So to go from that to these this really organic live sound has been amazing and my violinist and cellist Rachel has just been incredible she she scored the whole thing she went and she recorded the whole thing and oh my gosh it really does sound amazing so I have a list of questions here to answer so the first one how do you write your music I tend to wait until I kind of feel inspired to write I can't just sit down and just write like nothing will nothing will come out nothing will happen if I try to just sit down and get it done I have to wait until I have an idea or something that I want to say a lot of the time I'll be falling asleep and I'll be just about to drift off and then I'll get a melody in my head or I'll get some theme or idea and I'll have to wake myself up for long enough to just kind of hum it and sing it into my phone and it never sounds good (laughs) I never even most of the time I don't even go back to them I have so many clips on my phone of just random little ideas of just nonsense that I can't even use (laughs) because I'm just falling asleep as I'm recording it into my phone so that's probably not the best way to (laughs) to write but that's kind of how I do it. So yeah. So next question. What are my inspirations? I I really, I, I hate answering this question. <laughs> because I really don't know. I kind of, I take a lot of different elements for my music from a lot of different places. So one artist that I would say like, I'm really inspired by is Dodie. Um, YouTuber turned artist I guess I really like her kind of 
chilled out vibe and her vocal delivery is really close and sweet and nice i don't know if that makes any sense but yeah that's probably like an artist that i'm really inspired by also really inspired by hosier and i get a lot of ideas from musical theater it's kind of a dream of mine to write a musical one day so when i write i try to take those kind of storytelling elements almost as practice for one day being able to write a musical so what first got you into music and creating music i remember being like nine years old and really liking high school musical (laughs) and i remember that i would pretend that i was in high school musical and i would pretend that i've written these songs that were in the movie when i was really young like when i was in when i was in primary school i would write these terrible little songs about my friends and about whatever i was going through if my teacher told me off or just like stupid little things like that i didn't have a diary i just (laughs) i would just write songs and they are all as cringy as you can imagine that they would be the first song i ever wrote was called in my world and it was about how i'd fallen out with one of my friends i can't even remember i can't remember what happened i was probably seven years old and then i got a keyboard from ebay for a tenor and i taught myself just how to play chords i've never really developed past that point on keyboard and piano other than just learning where all the chords are and then i did the same thing with ukulele that my granddad bought me from a charity shop it was it was rubbish but it was just 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 to learn it was it was it was great and then i did i did little videos on vine for a while which i suppose was kind of like where i started writing a little bit more seriously because i didn't want to just do covers all the time so really it, I, I suppose Vine was really good for showing off original stuff because you only had to write six seconds so I could write just a a really short melody and lyric and just kind of post it up on Vine and that was really great practice because I would find myself writing like songs that were literally 20 seconds long so that was really great practice for actual songwriting and developing that so I did that up until vine died which is very sad but it did also force me to write songs that were longer than six seconds so i i I guess it was i guess it was kind of a an okay thing so what can we see from me in the future um i've just released my first ever single early days and by the time this podcast goes live i will have also released my second single sharks and then i have an ep coming out in mid-june dates not yet confirmed that's going to have two more tracks on it that are called nanette which is a favorite for a lot of people a lot of people tell me that that they really like nanette i think nanette is the most kind of pop like song i've ever written it's very upbeat it's very danceable if that's a word and then there's the absolute opposite of Nanette which is a piano ballad called When I Think a very is is a very stripped back version of the song it's kind of seen loads of different versions over the years but 
I decided simple is best. And I feel like it contrasts with Nanette really nicely. So that's coming out in mid-June. And I'm really excited to kind of get it out there and share it with everyone. So yeah. So that's all of my questions that I've been given. I hope I've not been too awkward. I I don't do very well doing things like this and, and answering questions and talking about myself. Um, I guess I should plug my social medias and things. So my Instagram is at lmusicuk. And if you go on there, the link in my bio will take you to all of my other social medias if you'd if you'd like to give me a follow on anything see what I'm doing um I'm really enjoying TikTok at the minute I guess because of doing Vine for so long TikTok is is kind of similar so if you want to give me a follow on there it's also at lmusicuk so yeah thank you Izzy for having me and listening to me ramble for nearly 10 minutes straight (laughs) so thank you I've been L goodbye Thank you so much, Elle, for that. Um, I'm just going to play a little bit of her new single that just came out on the 2nd of May. Um, I I think I can only play 10 seconds of this because of copyright, but I hope you enjoy these few little seconds. Okay, (laughs) and then I'm going to play a little bit of her song early days which it's like i absolutely love that song right now i'm absolutely obsessed over it let me just try and get it all okay you artist and then this is her song early days which only came out in march so it was about two months ago from now So that's a little bit of the intro. I can only play small parts of it because of copyright issues. I'm just going to go in the middle of the song, so. So as you can tell from that, it's absolutely amazing. It sounds amazing when you've got in-ear or headphones in. Absolutely love both of those songs. Uh, if you didn't know, I'm currently recording this on the 3rd of May. And it is a very, very rainy day in England. Which is always like this year, isn't it? But on a very positive note, I'm going to give you some more information about mental health. So let's jump into the... So...
Another service is called Shout, which is a text crisis line. So if you're in a position where you feel like you can't talk, and I know some people it's easier just to text things, this is a 24-hour text line, and it's available for England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland, where all the other ones before, I think, they've just been available for England. So this is a text service, and you can text the number 852-58, and you text shout, and what you need to talk to someone about in there, and getting a volunteer to text you and talk to you that way. And that is a great service to do. And it's someone you can talk to just over texting. And it's actually really quick with responses. It's about 10 minutes, I've seen. But depending on the day and how many people there are. And I know um, Samaritans and, and Shout are both 24-7. When I know some services may finish at 10pm. And some of them are between certain hours, which I think... They should be all hours because you can't justify when you're mental, when you're going to struggle with your mental health or when you're struggling with something between certain times. So that is some of the information there's going to be. So if you have been a long follower of Talks with Izzy, the first episode I worked with the Happiness Project, if you didn't know, which is... Um, so it is a guy that raises what I'm just describing is what they have in the bio is just a guy raising awareness of mental illness and sharing and uplifting content to make people feel good and he's great like we had a little uh, interview on my first one and he talked about his experience with mental health and what he does and what the happiness project is about and i really really recommend going over there and just even messaging or looking at their posts because they they really have a really positive outlook and really try to help people which i'd really recommend going and doing um but that is all from me today sadly we can't put in actually we can <laughs> i'm lying to you we can put in the my song called you're not with me which is a single that i put out and it's about change changing and evolving as a person so i hope you enjoy and hope you've really enjoyed listening to this episode if you have any subjects or any more questions you can message me on melodies underscore o2 or either facebook twitter and i have twitter at isabel not sorry, Izzy Georgia or Izzy Denman um, music. So I hope you enjoy and have an amazing day.
Too. 